0: I enter the holy of This message is from Pastor Ezekiel Chima of Anointed Assembly International Ministry. May God bless you as you listen to the anointed Word of Life. Let's bow heads as we go into the message of the day. In Jesus' name. Amen. Father, we bless you as we commit this service once more to the mighty hand. Come and have your way for the word of God. Declare the entrance of the word bringing forth understanding. Let our world bring forth knowledge and make us to be better Christians. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. The message this morning is titled, The Rest of Eternity, The Rest of Eternity. The Lord is Good. We are taking a message from the book of Joshua chapter 24, verses 14 to 16. Twenty four, fourteen to sixteen, and I read: Man, therefore, fear the Lord, and serve Him in sincerity and in truth. Serving what? Sincerity and in truth, because God is a spirit, and those that must worship Him must worship Him in spirit and in what? Must serve him in sincerity and in truth. When you read that John chapter 4, 23, verse 1, you say, he said, but the hour cometh and now is when the true worshippers shall worship the father in spirit and in what? He said, The hour coming, and now it is now. It's no longer like the way they used to serve God before. John will say, and now the true worshippers shall worship in spirit and in what? He said, For the father seeketh what? Such, And now must worship him that means it's optional if you want to worship him it's mandatory you must worship him in spirit and what? truth then he said for God is a spirit and those that must worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth and he saying here, in sincerity and in truth and he said and put away the gods which your father served on the other side of the flood, and Egypt and serve ye the Lord put away the gods, the gods of the works of flesh. Put away the gods of adultery, fornication, and uncleanness. Put away the gods of idolatry. Put away the gods of witchcraft, hatred, reverence, emulations. The gods of pride must be put away. Malice, hatred must be put away. That God called unforgiveness must be put away. That God called bitterness, resentful spirits disobedience, stubbornness, rebellion, anger, violent spirits, must be put away. That God that said an eye for what? An eye must be put away. People are still holding that. You did this thing to me. I must do bad. Because there is a new law. A new law of love. If you love me, keep my Come on. A new law of peace. A new law of faith. Believing God, waiting upon him. Unto manifestation, we must put away those gods. Verse fifteen. And if it seem evil unto you to serve the Lord, if it is a bad thing for you to put away those gods, because some if you are cancelling them, you become their enemies. You tell them to change, you become their enemies. Instead of them to accept that you are doing what you need to do to help them, they see you as an enemy. Correct them; you are an enemy. In fact, they will tolerate you because they can't talk to you anyhow. If they have opportunity to reply, they reply. But what I'm saying is for them to put away the cause that is holding them. Lateness is a god. Lateness is a god. Because it demotes you. In your face, if you are noticed as a habitual they suck you. They suck you. They say, no, we have a language we speak in this place. Your language is strange. In the spiritual realm, lateness is a God. It's not accepted by God. One second lateness can make you lose your blessing. So many things we must drop those gods. But if it's to you to serve the true God, the Lord, if it's a problem for you to drop those gods, verse 15 says, Choose you this day whom you will serve. Matter of choice, the power of choice will you serve whether the gods push your father serve that we are on the other side of the flood or the gods of the Amorites, in whose land you dwell but as for me and my house as for somebody here and your family and for somebody here and your destiny all of us will serve the lord will serve the lord will not serve any other god Jehovah has come to put the things in their proper place Verse sixteen, and the people answered and said, "God forbid that we should forsake the Lord to serve other gods." He said, "God forbid," and I pray that will be the answer of somebody here. Yes. That God will not allow us to serve any other god. Jesus said, "For me and my house, will serve the Lord." Life is a matter of choice. Eternity in heaven or eternity in hell is a matter of choice. Is determined by the power of choice. Joshua said, Nobody is forcing you. Deuteronomy 13 says, I call heaven and earth to record this day against thee. That I have said before you life and death, blessings and causes. But choose that life that both and thy seed may live. God does not force. But the devil will force you. But God does not force. So it's an option. He declared his stand. That he has made up his mind to go all the way with the Lord. And today, I pray all of us will declare our stand. That we're going all the way with the Lord and if somebody is in agreement here will you shout hallelujah hallelujah today we are faced with the same power of choice we have the empowerment to spend eternity in heaven by making the right choice we equally have the empowerment to spend eternity in here through the wrong choice we make as I speak people are boarding flights to eternity every second people are boarding that flight you sleep you wake up he didn't know that some people traveled last night they travel but they fly to heaven or to hell. you woke up some people didn't wake up so many who woke up this morning have bothered their flights on the way out this morning so many of them died on the road as i speak they woke up this, they have boarded their flights it's my life nobody should tell me how to live it it is on your life if it is your life number one you have brought yourself into this world Number two, you had the power to decide where you live this world. Since you didn't bring yourself into this world, and since you don't have the power when to see this world, it is not your life. You're living a borrowed life, given to you by our Lord Jesus Christ. Don't brag about it. Don't brag about it. It's my life. It's never your life. It's never your life. Life is a gift from who? God. You must thank God. Be- the message. This one is an appreciation. Appreciate God. Number one, you're a human being. What makes you different that there are people you made to be cows, made to be good chicken that people are eating, but he made you to be human being. You don't even think that towards that way. Supposing you're a cow. What will you do? Do you have the power to say, I won't be a cow I must be a human being. And God made you to look like him. This God deserves a clap of rain. <laughs> For making us look like him created in his image and likeness. And making his biggest project on earth. He has made up his biggest project on earth. The only thing God is talking about is you. That's why every time he's speaking, he's speaking. He does not speak to cows. He doesn't have time for them. He created them for you. To control and to enjoy. He's always speaking to us. Speaking to us. Correcting us. Showing us the way. Delivering us. Because he loves us. Let us create a man. In our own words. In his image. We must be grateful to God. Even if you don't have a need on earth. Be grateful to God. You are created to be like him. When you see God in a vision. Even if you don't see his face. You know that we are like him. Our stature as human being Is like God. Size might differ. Power might differ. That we are like him. Even if things are not working the way you expect it to work. Be grateful to him. Don't allow material things, things of the world to derail you. So many people are boarding flights. And the painful thing is that the flight that lasts at the international airport of hell is usually over full. And the one that lands at the international airport of heaven is scanty. And I pray you will never have the ticket to land in hell in Jesus' name. Life is about the power of choice to do good and not to do good. To dwell in holiness or not to dwell in holiness, to serve God or to serve the devil. By reason of this service, I prophesied that we must make the right choice. Amen. It's time to prepare our heart for Christ. Proverbs chapter 4, verse 23 says, Keep the heart with all what? For out of it are what? The heart with all, all the diligence you can gather. yes it to keep the heart. Because from that heart proceed. The things that will make you to be who God has ordained you to be. The things that will make you go to spend eternity in heaven or in hell. From that heart proceeded the power to be who God has ordained you to be. The power to make the right choice. From that heart proceeded the power to exercise faith or to exercise fear. From that heart proceeded the power to be determined or the power to dwell in weakness. From that heart. Say, keep it. We must prepare our mind for Christ by going for his mind. I have the mind of Christ. By imbibing the virtues of his mind, by dwelling in his presence. We must live, sleep and wake up daily in total preparation for his coming. Many people had wonderful plans. What they would do this month, but they are no longer alive. Many people have preserved money, they would use to do a lot of things. You find that they sleep, they don't wake up. Or they set up for a journey, they don't get to that place. What happened for those preparations? Vanity. Did they prepare their mind? No, they didn't prepare their mind. I want this, I want that. I want this, I want that. I want this, I want that. Are we prepared? As you desire for certain needs, desire that your mind, our heart must be ready for Christ. Prepare for Christ. Say be prepared. Desire. We need to avoid the distractions of the world. We need to avoid the distractions of material desires. We spend time planning this, planning that, planning this, planning that. Do we spend time reorganizing our minds? Reorganizing our relationship with God? You no, know, We're blown it this way, so we need to make a U-turn. We need to reorganize. But we spend time sleepless nights, holding meetings, thinking about how to make material things work. Marital desires, earthly achievements and accomplishments. Financial accomplishments. I want them to know I have arrived. So you decide to begin to kill human beings. You decide to begin to trade on human beings. Kidnap human beings. No fear of God. But I pray. God has given us an assurance. That his blood will continue to serve as has taken upon us. That those destroyers will never come near us. But then. We want to make sure we activate the power of God over our lives. By doing the right things. So that when enemies seek us they will never find us. Matthew 6 verse 24. No man can serve two masters. For either he will hate the one and love the other, or else he will hold to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and watch. The Matthew 13, 58. And he did not many mighty works here because of their unbelief. There is this craze for worldly accomplishment. has separated many from the love of God. Many don't want to wait again for the Lord. They're in a hurry. The enemy, he has planted seeds in the heart of man. But to keep the heart all diligence. Out of the abundance of the heart. The man does what? Speak it. He has polluted the mind of man. To dwell in fear. To dwell in unbelief. To dwell in doubt. He has polluted the minds of man. Hijacked the minds. And kept them under oppression. Because of earthly desire. That's why God wants you to be fortified. That's what God wants you to have the mind of Christ, so that when they do those things, they find I cannot walk where you are. Family position. I want to be the only one they know in my family. Can a tree make a forest? We must be careful. We must be careful. Rebellion is the order of the day. Many end up setting up fellow human beings just to occupy positions and be recognized in lives. Rituals, robbery, assassination, kidnapping, rape, and then the order of the day. Bible is complete that towards the end, and evil will increase. Who are we living the life for? Are we living for ourselves? Are we living for God? If we're living for God, then we must have the fear of God. If we're living for ourselves, that is why we we'll do anything we want to do. People are busy selling their bodies. Prostitution, immoralities, touching their desires on earth. We must let go of the material things of this world and positions. And we must position our hearts and minds for Christ. Positions and achievements of this world will not take us to heaven. Positions and achievements of this world, I repeat, will not take us to heaven. It is only the position of our hearts for Christ that can take us to heaven. Earthly position cannot take you to heaven. The position of your heart for Christ is what will take you to heaven. What is the position of your heart for Christ? We must be quick to take stock of our daily activities. In every situation, what do we do? Situations we consider as unfavorable. Do we identify ourselves with the Lord because it's been covenant? And when things don't work the way we want it to work, we say God has failed us. God does not fail. Waiting period does not mean that God has failed somebody. When there is a delay, as we call it in manifestation, does not mean that God has failed somebody. It means that God is still at work. We must position our minds for Christ by faith, believing him for his promise upon our lives. Our minds must be in agreement with God. God's desires for us. He said, but every plant which God has not planted must be rooted up. There are many things that God has not planted in our lives and hearts. The devil daily is planting things in many lives. Planting things spiritually, physically, in our sleep, in our dreams, in our wake, he's busy planting things. Things have been planted consciously, unconsciously. Seeds of hatred have been planted. Fear, unbelief, and doubt have been planted. Unforgiveness have been planted. I will never let go. The things that happened 20 years ago we are still harboring it. Bitterness, malice. Except the Lord said, don't go this way because this will hurt you. You forgive. But keep up from those people. Lord I tell you, these people that you had an encounter with in the past, they still have evil thoughts towards you. Don't go close so that they don't strike you. But leave the Lord to fight the battle. Don't harbor them in mind. Unforgiveness must die today. sins of hatred must go. These are the things that hinder love from walking in our life. Unforgiveness hinders love from prevailing in our lives and must go. Bitterness hinders love. Malice hinders love. Pride, offense, rebellion, disobedience, stubbornness. They all hinder love from flowing. These things are planted consciously and unconsciously in our lives. Many seeds are planted through enslavement of our once words. It's that ensignment by the words of the words. The things we say. The anger will speak. The rash will speak. Insightful wars. Many do not take stock of these things, invariably allow the devil to package and enroll them on the flight to hell. Second by second, the flight to hell are usually overloaded. While the flight to heaven is barely full, we must refuse to allow the seed the accuser of burning is sowing in our lives to land us at the international airport of hell. We must resolve to serve God in spirit and in truth. There is no repentance in heaven. Repentance starts and ends on earth. You cannot repent in heaven. Once you cross the line of the natural into the supernatural, you are true. Your assignment is for this earth, natural. Anything you do not achieve here in terms of spiritual obedience, you cannot achieve it when you cross the line. When you are back, your report card will be shown to you. There is no repentance in heaven. But you can repent on earth. There is no mercy in heaven. Mercy starts and ends here on earth. Jesus Christ did not die in heaven. He died on earth. So that mercy will be activated. Grace will be activated. Compassion will be activated. It is for us on earth here. If you fail to utilize it, you cannot utilize it in heaven. Mercy is only for this earth. It ends and starts on this earth. No one knows the time of his coming. Life is not your own. The life you live is not your life. Some people easily say, it is my life, leave me alone. <clears throat> it is not your life. That's why we won't leave you alone. That's why we keep on talking. Because it is not your life. We don't want you to go the way you want to go. So that you don't destroy yourself and body fly to hell. The life we are living is the life the Lord has given to us. What we claim to be our lives are not ours. Given to us by the Lord Jesus Christ. We can sleep and might not wake up. Don't you hear about the of people that sleep, they didn't wake up? It's in their stories. They realities of life. It's always happening. Love is the key, and love is the way. He said, if you love me, keep my word. (coughs) Love for God and love for man is the key. Unforgiveness must go. Unforgiveness hinders. It's a barrier to love. God used love to break unforgiveness. We must drop that body of unforgiveness. Mm -hmm. That bitterness that makes us not to forgive, we must drop it. That things we remember, we say we will never forgive. Some people say, I will not forgive until we go to heaven. God will judge this case. You can't carry it to heaven. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him shall not perish, but shall have everlasting life. God is giving us another opportunity, this morning, to prove to God that his blood was not shed in vain for us. And I want everybody here to bow your heads, because the unction for redemption is now on. And I want us to begin to ask God for mercy on anything that will make us not achieve what God has proposed for us on earth. He said, I will have mercy upon whom I will have mercy and I'll have compassion upon whom I will have compassion. Say so it's not of him that willn't. But of God has showed mercy. Let's ask for his mercy. Karakoma Let's ask for his mercy. Whatever thing that will make us. Not to achieve his purpose for us on earth. Our weaknesses we must repent. Shortcomings we must repent. Life of flesh, we must repent. Canality, we must repent. We ask for your mercy. We ask for your mercy. He said, I will strengthen you in the Lord and walk up and down in my name. Let's begin to pray for strength to live a life that is pleasing unto God and not to ourselves. We'll be living for ourselves. Now we need to begin to live for Christ. That's why I said final preparation. The hour is short. Anything can happen. We'll be living for ourselves. Now we have to start living for Christ. Let's ask for the strength to live life that is pleasing unto God and not for ourselves. Let's ask for the strength to run the race to the end without being uprooted by the enemy, we ask for the strength to run this race to the end. Strength to run this race to the end without losing focus. We pray for the strength not to lose focus. We ask for the strength not to lose focus. He said, act shall be given. We cannot help ourselves. No wonder that man that came to you said, Lord, help my unbelief. He realized he couldn't help himself. We realize the fact our strength cannot help us. That's why we're asking for your strength, Lord. For us not to lose focus. For us not to lose focus. No matter the situation, we cannot lose focus. No matter the challenges the enemy has programmed for us. To lose focus, we cannot. We refuse to lose focus. We refuse to lose focus. Release the blood of God to silence anything. That will make you lose focus. And not to make it to the end. Whatever the enemy has programmed. The devil has programmed. Whatever the enemy has programmed. To make us lose focus. And not make it to the end. We silence them by your blood, Lord. We ask for your blood to come to the rescue. Your word declares that the blood of Jesus speaks a better thing than the blood of heaven. We ask for your blood to silence the source root, and foundation of every demonic power assigned to make us lose focus. Whether they are praying from the mountains, whether they are praying from the hills and caves, from the forest trees and jungles and the water, we silence them by the blood of Jesus. We silence them by the blood of Jesus. Every source Every platform they are using, every base they are using to attack our minds, to make us lose focus, we silence them by the blood of Jesus. Every emotional black man, every emotional captivity they are using, every altar they are using to manipulate our minds, to send our to our minds, we silence them by the blood of Jesus. We release the blood of Jesus. Paralyze Everything they're using to oppress our minds, for us to lose focus. Anything making us to remember the past and dwell in forgiveness, we silence them by the blood of Jesus. Everything making us praying for us to walk in disobedience, we silence them in rebellion, in anger, in bitterness, in hatred. We silence them. We ask for your blood to locate the depth of our hearts. We ask for your blood. To so break that stronghold no matter how tough it is no matter how hard it is oh father there is nothing your blood cannot do there is nothing your blood cannot do we ask for your blood to break no matter how hard even if it's as hard as stone you can break it as hard as stony hard, you can break it whatever thing it is you can break it you can break it your blood can melt it let your blood begin to melt every stronghold of the mind Every strong love of unforgiveness. Bitterness. The Lord says it's a serious case. Bitterness. Hatred. Emotional black men. Whatever the enemy is using to blackmail our minds. Our thoughts. To hold us in bondage. So that they won't come out of that peace. We break them by the blood of Even though they are as scarlet, Father, your blood can make them to turn to white as snow. Even though they are red like crimson. Your blood shall make them to be as wool. We ask for your blood to move. Look at the death of our heart we refuse to give the enemy a chance again in our heart we refuse to allow them to have downwards of penetration we refuse to allow them to have hold over our mind he said we should keep our heart with all diligence and that is why father this morning we want you to take over our hearts take over our mind take over our heart we ask for that peace that personal understanding to take over the peace that brings for liberation of the mind the peace that brings for freedom of the mind The peace that brings for total deliverance of the mind. We ask, Father, we lose our heart. We lose our mind. From that emotional bondage, we begin to lose our heart. We lose our heart from anything the enemy has sown. That seed of hatred. That seed of carnality. That evil seed. They are programmed, hindering us from moving forward. That evil seed. That each time we remember, we are unable to move forward. We break that evil seed by our blood. Break that evil seed. That seed of pride most times we are unable to say sorry when we are supposed to say sorry it doesn't cost us anything to say sorry sorry is of god sorry is love sorry amounts to peace sorry amounts to loving apology amounts to true love not counting wrongs but enemy brings forth pride to deny us that peace of mind and locks us up in that bondage of oppression of the mind. we repent of that spirit of pride we break that spirit of pride over our heart that spirit of malice will break them. That spirit of hatred will break them. Those evil seed they may have sown, causing unforgiveness. Because he knows that as long as we dwell in unforgiveness we cannot move forward. He knows as long as we dwell in unforgiveness your love will not work for us. As long as we dwell in pride malice, hatred, these are properties of the devil. And your love cannot flow where there is unforgiveness. Your love cannot flow where there is bitterness. Your love cannot flow where there is resentful spirit. Your love cannot flow whether it's disobedience, whether it's stubbornness, whether it's anger, whether it's violent spirit, we ask for your blood to lose our mind. We ask for your blood to lose our mind. Lose our heart, Lord. We want to be like you. We have the man of Christ. We have the man of Christ we want to be like you you say we should keep our hearts with other religion we need your help for us to keep our hearts with other religion we need your help we need your help the bottle is in the mind that is why we're taking this time to settle everything about the mind. the bottle is in the mind. we refuse to lose focus we refuse to lose focus. we decree we must make it to the end with you we ask Lord for you to help us we decree that all you have spoken concerning us must surely come to pass. We stand on where you stand. We refuse to be moved by what the enemy is showing us. We refuse to be moved by what we are seeing. We refuse to be moved by what we are hearing. We decree, Lord, you are not a man that you should lie, not someone that you should repent. We stand on your wall and we decree your prophecies, your work for us we will surely come to pass. We decree what belongs to us will never pass us by. We will no longer allow the devil to talk what belongs to us through our mind oppression. We no longer allow him, Lord. Right now we decree spiritual manifestation of your spoken word. We decree all you have done for us must come to us We decree the mind of Christ. We decree a spiritual U-turn. yes, spiritual U-turn. positive spiritual U-turn in our favor. We decree, ye come, come that what you have said to do for us will be a thing of surprise to our enemies. We ask for your help. We ask for your help. You he say, let us come boldly unto the throne of grace. That we will obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. We decree that we must remain focused. We must remain focused. We decree a peace upon our heart. We decree a peace upon our mind. We decree a peace upon our heart. He said, In the world there shall be tribulation, but in you there shall be peace. We ask for that peace that passes all understanding. Ask for that peace that passes understanding. Stand to your feet. I want you to be focused on the cross of Cairo right now. I want you to see the Lord on that cross. Visualize him on that cross. Something is happening this morning. I can see new garments. <laughs> new garments. The old one has been uprooted out of our lives. Hearts have been repositioned. A new heart. A new heart. A new mind. The cup of your life. It's been renewed. It's been weakened. It's been activated. A change of mind. A new heart. Father, this morning, how God anointed Jesus of the Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power. And he went about doing good. And he endures our praise of the devil because you are with him. As our Father, Father anointed you. Father, I call upon you, my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Anoint us afresh with your spirit, with your power. We ask for your mind. When we have your mind, everything is easy for us. We will not struggle with anything again. As long as we have your mind. We ask for that mind. A new heart. That has announced your children this morning. Ask for manifestation of that new heart. That when so, turned to God. You gave me a new heart. To work for you. A new heart. That does not talk about the past. A new heart free from unbelief doubts. A new heart free from carnality and worldliness. We ask for a new heart of righteousness holiness and godliness all my heavenly father give it to me will come to me and whoever commit to me i will not in any wise cast out as i anoint your children one by one but i decree all of them without exception will end where Amen. without exception they will get to the promised land Amen. no one will be found i missing Daniel will not snatch anyone because they are all graven and pants of your hands but i know your children for a new heart and for strength for them to make it to the end. That these ones will make it to the end. They will not lose focus. They will not lose focus. I ask for your spirit of quickening. Spirit of revival. quickening spirit. Reviver. The man of Christ to locate them. Because the spirit that raised Christ from death dwelleth in you. Son, spirit that raised Christ from death shall quicken your mortal bodies. Father quicken us. We know that whatever the Lord doeth is permanent. That by reason of this message, you are quickening upon our spirits, upon our soul and body, upon our hearts, we will pardon and unto your glory. And the church say, Amen. We thank you for listening to the Anointed Word of Life by Pastor Ezekiel Chima of Anointed Assembly International Ministry. You can reach us at number 7A. Awoni Yelemo Street, Ajao Estate, Off International Airport Road, Lagos, or regiaradio.com. For prayer and counseling, please call 234-703-668-7445. May God richly bless you.